so yeah no that's facts bro and and that's really turning a negative into a positive what you're saying right now when i feel happy that's as a pessimist that's when i go out and make some money when you feel sad that's your cue to go out and make some money because Mm. you're an optimist you like things go in a positive direction well when things aren't that's your cue do you think that an optimist and a pessimist they all have a role in life there's a balance to that shit sure i've been married to one for 18 years (laughs) (laughs) we always marry our opposite yeah i mean it's it there's a role for everybody right Mm -hmm. you know and, and don't get me wrong it's a lonely road thinking everybody's gonna screw you every day yeah um it's a fuck the roads who go down yeah <laughs> listen luckily 50 percent of the time i'm right right damn <laughs> <laughs> who the fuck are yeah. you hanging out with <laughs> but 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 just understand that yeah you become who you hang out with yeah, absolutely um and i don't need to be in a you know in a a basement somewhere in downtown Seattle drinking my blues away because I think everybody hates me. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to surround yourself with people who are going to uplift you, have those positive vibes. Listen, I benefit off of, you know, your demeanor as much as I benefit off of mine. Likewise. Because it, it gives me perspective that I may not have taken into account. Right. That's important. And that's exactly the balance, I think, you know, like there's a day and there's a night, there's fucking yin and yang, whatever the fuck you want to call it. And I think when people have these conversations, again, you live through the perspective of the other person and you see life through their lens and you gain new information that you wouldn't have fucking gained on your own. Sure. And that's really what it comes down to. And and I think that is so essential to have communication. Like, why the fuck are we the only human or species on earth that we can communicate the way we do. It has to be something tailored to our fucking survival. Well, I always used to get in arguments with Julie. Mm. We used to go back and forth because some people, Julie. <laughs> I was going to leave her Shout out, out right? to Julie. <laughs> hey, Julie, how you doing? <laughs> Agree to disagree. Yes. I think everything's a knife fight. <laughs> right. And I don't go to bed until things are resolved. Mm. And it's a good habit to have. Sometimes there's not an answer. Right. Which becomes problematic. For you. For me, for everybody. Mm-hmm. Because I don't go to sleep. Like, where the fuck is this answer at? There's got to be an answer. And Julie has the ability to brush it off, mm-hmm. which she's taught me over time. And sometimes it's just easier to brush it off and go about your life. And other times I'll dwell over it until I pass out. So when I look at something and I, and I go, you know, there's got to be an answer. I, I don't have the, the capacity as a human being to go, man, I got a problem. I guess I'll go to bed. 
I just I can't do it. I can't do it. I'll I'll, I'll read all night. I'll I have to figure out the answer. Um, because not knowing that answer, I mean, it just it just bewilders me. I mean, I, it so stresses me. Can out. I ask you? Do you always find the answer? Hell no. Hell no. Um, but I I find a solution. Not necessarily the answer. But a solution to But a solution to allow me to cope with the lack of an answer. Like a pacifier. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll take a a nice and easy one I think everybody can compare to, right? You either have faith that God exists. Oh, shit, yeah, let's go into that. Or you don't. What is your take? Um... This is raw, real, and uncut, bro. So you can say right. what the fuck you want. Well, listen. I have the mindset that all of your logic and reasoning should line up. Mm-hmm. If you believe in God, then you should be all in. I mean, mix the Kool-Aid, get the jug out. Serve it to everybody. I get the Ten Commandments on my back tattooed. We're ready to go. Because if you're gonna buy in go to in. any mentality, and I'm I'm not disparaging any religion yeah. or viewpoint. Yeah. I don't care what you believe in. If you believe in it, then believe in it, baby. Right. Go all in. But, but I, isn't it okay to be on the border? Because with me, for example, right? My belief. My belief has evolved from when I was 20 years old. Because my perspective on life has evolved from when I was 20 years old. Sure. And religion has evolved also. I mean, we live in a Western society where our belief in Christianity is way different from the Eastern or even the European, or even what Christianity was when it first started. It's evolved. To me, Christianity, like the Ten Commandments and all that, they have some weight, but I truly believe that everyone has a puzzle piece to the truth, bro. I think there is, I truly believe that, I truly believe there is a creator and you can call it whatever the fuck you want to call it. Sure, that creator might be a, a, a cell. And creator could be you. Sure, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, not what I'm arguing. Okay. Simply saying that we all have a certain level of, of information mm-hmm. available to us. Um, of course, of course, I'm, I'm not going to remember it any of the right right names when I try to reference this but I took a um, a psychology class mm-hmm. and Sigmund Freud no no no, uh, no that's no. the first motherfucker I think about <laughs> no, 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 no that's all, all I get no honestly I'm, I'm sitting here talking to you and all I can think of is like Schrodinger Schrodlingers or some shit, some like something's cat, right? But that that has nothing to do with this. That that is a, a certain thing where um, you have a cat. It's in a box. It's yes. dead. Is it dead? Well, it's only dead if you open up the box. That's the that's that's basically talking about like every possibility is possible. No. 
But I'm not talking about that. Oh, okay. So in this scenario, uh, we're taught about, some of you may know this, uh, three people in a cave. That, that's called the um, Plato's algorithm of yeah. the cave. So they're chained. They see the shadow. The shadow. The they fire. think it's a god because it's. They you think know, it's the reality them. of life. Exactly. Yeah. So it's it's perspective and, and based on the information that you have available. What I struggle with, with many many things, not just religion, is that I am not educated enough to have a civilized conversation mm -hmm. about any given subject. So when we talk about things that I have experienced mm -hmm. when we talk about war we talk about real estate these things are that I'm versed in I have a certain set of facts and first-hand experiences to base my my perspective off yes of. makes sense when when I'm talking religion um, with You're people we always come to the fork in the road where agree to disagree right and you know I have faith and I don't. So what would you describe yourself as? Like, you know, there's people that are atheists, people that are, you know, obviously religious, um, people that, there's just different beliefs all across the board. Where do you stand on that? I'll answer that with two responses. The mic dropped, right? Now I gotta, I gotta answer real serious because all the music went away, right? <laughs> no. no, I'll answer with two two perspectives or two answers one um i do not believe that god exists mm -hmm. i i'm not gonna call myself an atheist because i don't fully understand atheism in that aspect but mm -hmm. i i do not believe god exists not because i don't like religion or i don't believe certain things um because how i think how i determine what is real and what is not and what I value that mindset and that conductive reasoning the facts of any given religion they have holes that don't line up yeah, with yeah. the way I break down solutions I or break down problems I agree and when I look at the Bible I, I was raised Christian my grandmother um, if you you know who Benny Hinn is I do know Benny um, Hinn the most he, famous motherfucking preacher in the he, United States of America. He, he is making people faint and, yeah. and miracles left and right. And he, he uses his little blazer to like. Oh, oh, you're healed, people. healed, healed. Yeah, right. I grew up. I went to a Benny Hinn concert. Did you get? I, did you get knocked the fuck in out in the key arena? In the key arena, I went to a Benny Hinn concert. So that's crazy. So my grandmother, been disabled and um, bedridden for my, my entire life. Mm -hmm. um, she passed away in 2006, mm. and she had rheumatoid arthritis. She hurting every day. She watched Benny Hinn, she would throw money at Benny mm. And I, I look at this and I go, you know, you, you get, hey God, why, why aren't you healing my grandmother? Why are you healing a bunch She's of random fucking people it. with crutches and shit? Yeah. You know, but, you know oh yeah, yeah, not even, bringing up the fact that she's paying for it right right but you're doing all this why can't you do this god has a plan have faith you know all all the normal responses but um you know as a young kid i couldn't reconcile that you know you have somebody that is devout mm -hmm. they um believe wholeheartedly and nothing is being to their favor nothing um 
but then you get a lot of people that they put their own spin on it. Well, this is what God wanted. This is the way. This is faith. It was God's yeah, yeah, it's purpose. Plan. God's plan. None of that conductive reason. And my dad is an excellent example. Him and I, my dad has extreme faith. Your dad? Yeah, my to dad. To this day? To this day. But he is the most logical, reasonable person hmm. that I've ever met. Um, those things don't reconcile. Right. <laughs> I, I can't see him tear apart people financially and legally and logically without wondering how that same person believes in something can, can take the Bible and Christianity and I'll question him on something and I question him on tax law because we do our own taxes right mm-hmm. and he goes oh it's this way this way and this way here's all the background here's all the legal law this is where I'm referencing this is how I came to my conclusion wow and then I go smart guy what about this and he goes well you gotta have faith and I'm like shut the fuck up <laughs> give me the logical answer <laughs> well, well listen <laughs> I don't expect someone to prove to me that God exists. It would be nice. Yeah. But I do expect any person, regardless of their education level, Mm -hmm. to explain to me in a logical, reasonable manner how they came to the conclusions that they have about anything. You know, if you tell me, I don't like dogs. Dogs bite people. I would say, did you get bit by a dog? Where does that fear stem from? Mm-hmm. And there's a logical pathway to, to figure out why you're afraid of dogs. But if you've never been bit by a dog, you don't know anybody who's been bit by a dog, you just read the dog's bite, then my next conversation with you is, would you like to meet a dog? And you go down that experience level. Mm-hmm. But you get people who are religious and here's the problem the problem is both sides let's say you're religious and i'm not the problem is with you but the problem is also with me the two of us are not educated enough Mm -hmm. we do not have enough factual information to prove one another wrong or right i have read many different religions i i've read the quran did you really bro that's That's what i did in iraq that's dope i read the bible Um, you know, really I studied dope. Judaism. There are a hundred different things in each religion that yeah. I really think are good ideas. They they stand the morality test and things that I, I think are important in my life. But I don't necessarily buy into some of the exaggerations. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. I. I I think there's some basis of truth. There is in all big fish stories. Right. Big fish. Perfect example. Yeah. But we're not talking about a a cocktail party story, Mm -hmm. something that you tell your friends and then it doesn't alter your life. People go to war over these things. Yes. People, people isolate family members over these things. Yes. They kill over these things. Yes. Absolutely. So how can somebody justify that? Become that fanatic mm-hmm. over anything 
without having reasonable, logical discussions about it. And, and I, I go back to education. I'm not educated to attack someone on how they want to live their life. But in that same sentence, I'll put a comma and I'll be like, you're an idiot because you can't do math. <laughs> you're, you're not doing your taxes right. You're not investing money. This is math. There is a wrong answer and there is a right answer. Mm-hmm. You're doing it wrong. And then Julie pulls me back and she says, don't tell people how to live their life. And I'm like, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, Jake, you need that shit. And this is the thing about my journey in my spiritual life. Like, I was very devoted into Christianism before I was Catholic, right? Because obviously I come from a Mexican background. and Which Mexican religion is bananas. That's a whole nother fucking it beast. Is, but I have a, I have a Virgin Mary yeah. the size of me. Yeah, I know, I know. On the top of my <laughs> stairs. Your, your mother and father-in-law that has it. Oh my shit. <laughs> But this is the thing. So, perfect example, right? Like, I came into Catholicism. Roman Catholic is what we're called. And in Mexico, if you don't believe in the Virgin Mary, you're not Mexican, bro. You have to believe in the Virgin Mary. That's the mother of Mexico. But again, like, when you learn about the Bible, the Bible talks about idolatry. You're not supposed to worship anything else but God. So, it's like, what the fuck are we doing if we're worshiping the Virgin Mary? Like we're committing idolatry it's culture culture and so again it comes to my point of religion evolving because i evolved from being catholic to being christian to being whatever the fuck i am now which i'm not really even sure i'm at a point where i understand because i've also read different type of religion jehovah's witnesses mormons um you know the catholic bible is very it's similar to the christian bible but it has additional books historical books that have nothing to do with the way that was canonized and so i'm like man why is there so many fucking religions even through christianity you have baptist you have lutheran you have calvinist you have protestant do do you believe somebody is right i believe none of them are right and i believe they all have a piece to the truth so are you religious no because religious to me is going to church every sunday going to prayer i'm not that i'm spiritual drinking the kool-aid because if if you think the kool-aid's right damn right you should be doing those things no if listen if i was religious yeah and i i believed in the bible Mm -hmm. my ass wouldn't be here right now I'll be in church. <laughs> I'd be building churches. I'd be converting. But that's, that's, that's exactly what religion is, that you believe something and you have to dive full-heartedly into it. And that's what causes people to be radical. That's what causes wars. That's what causes people's ego to be like, I'm right and you're wrong. But that's in not that mindset, you, listen, I do think it is the answer. I think it's the answer. Because if you're right... And you're right, baby. But they're not. That's an opinion. No one is. That's an opinion. It is an opinion. But at the end of the day, logically, I'm Christian and I think I'm right. You're Buddhist. You think you're right. 
or you're Islamic and you think you're right. Sure. Would you agree, though, that somebody's wrong? Everyone is wrong. I agree with that. Everyone is wrong. And religion, to me, happens to be a cheat sheet for morality. Both good and bad. Yes. But that's the thing. Religion, to me, is different from spirituality. Spirituality to me is, I'm this human being. I'm conscious of myself. I'm conscious of my surroundings. I'm a very complex being. I have DNA that technically is a fucking code. And if there's a code, just like this computer has a code in it that allows it to function the way that I program it to function, then who the fuck in me? My ancestors, my evolution, information that was passed on through generations, generations. Cool. But why? Why is there something instead of nothing? Did I ever tell you one day? I, I love to cook. Mm-hmm. Not actual food. I like desserts. Okay. I cook. I, I love Baker? Food. Oh, yeah. I cook anything dessert. No, I'm going to take you up for that shit. I accidentally created a brownie. (laughs) Not not out of a box. I just like, I was mixing stuff and I created a brownie. And you're asking me, I'm coded. How did I become? Maybe you were an accident. Yes, that is definitely a possibility. In the law of thermodynamics, there's something called entropy, which is... Basically, there's more possibilities for disorder than order. We could cause this room to be more disordered than actually organize it. There's more possibilities of it to be disorganized. But yet, here we are. We started from a single cell organism. And all of a sudden, we started creating photosynthesis. And all of a sudden, there was oxygen. We were at the perfect distance from the suns. We have the perfect fucking tilt of the earth to create seasons we have a fucking moon we have jupiter that protects us from the fucking belt of the asteroids all this shit is literally rolling dices a million times and getting 11 every fucking time just one of these examples but here we are that doesn't prove anything to me it doesn't prove nothing but an accident is a fucking miracle for us to be here. I agree with that. I think that as you age, you struggle to quantify why your life is the way it is. And listen, there's plenty of people who've told me that you're, you're going to want to do certain things. You're not going to want to regret certain things or, or do something. Um, I, I I can't say that I have many regrets. Um, the things that I do regret are circumstantial. I feel like everything that has happened has made who I am. Maybe it's mm-hmm. a little bit of a disorder. Maybe it's organized. I don't know. Um, I make the decisions I make because I think they're right. Mm-hmm. Everything I do, I think is right. It's not always right, but I think it's right. Mm-hmm. Because if I didn't... You wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. And 
the problem with religion to me or spirituality and i do th- i think those two things are different they're different um i definitely think my wife has become less religious and more spiritual the disconnect for me is that agreeing or understanding or living my life around that does not line up with how I break down problems and how I make decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, which people when people talk about spirit spirituality, I think morality. Mm-mm. You you're talking about. <clears throat> doing what's right, taking certain things from different religions and applying them to your life. And and I think that is the right and wrong conversation. I think that um, no one has a monopoly on good ideas. I think that we pull from anything that we think is good and then eventually that mass generates who we are as a person. Experiences, right? Both negative and positive shape who we are and why we think the way we are. You know, I look at um, the 1960s, you look at the segregated South and you look at, mm-hmm. you know, all the race wars that are happening. And, um, I forget the, the lady, I think you referenced her back when we spoke last, um, the poor little girl who, who was the first black woman to, uh, go into non-segregated schools. She's like 80 years old or something yes. right now. Um, I look at the photos of her, and then to the right, you get people with racist-ass signs. That was 60 years ago, bro. That wasn't even that long ago. People who are still alive today. Yes. And you got to ask yourself, and there's crazy people who are doing stuff today, you know, holding signs or throwing, you know. Yes. Crazy stuff. Um, you got to ask yourself, if you're that person... And the world has shifted in a dramatic sense against your train of thinking. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying those people can't evolve and, and change change the way they think. But you got to be thinking. They're looking at that photo of them going, what was I thinking? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe, maybe, maybe <laughs> not, right? They maybe it's like, what the fuck? They're like, how far has it fallen? No. Um, yeah, it's a possibility. But... But I, I look at the way I think and I look at religion and I look at anything mm-hmm. and I have to approach it in somewhat of a similar manner of, of yes, decision. And I agree with that. It, and you that's where the disconnect for religion is for me. And don't get me wrong. I think I'm smarter than the average bear. I'm well, I hope the, so. I'm not the <laughs> smartest bear, right? Um, you are, you are. But... I, I take what I see around and I, I try to be better, right? And religion just doesn't add up to me. It, it doesn't yeah. add up because I can't be one foot in, one foot out. Yeah. I'm either all in, and don't get me wrong, I'm hoping somebody saves me. Like You save yourself, Jake. And this you know. is the thing. You're absolutely right in every way that you approach religion. And this is the thing that a lot of people do not. People just accept what they're told, but they never do any type of research or investigation on their own. For me, spirituality, it aligns with logic. Spirituality aligns with science. You'll appreciate this. I was an EMT. Mm -hmm. 
and uh, we brought out a patient from I think it was Virginia Mason or something like that. Mm. She just got news she got cancer, and she came out smile on her face, and I was like, "Hey, how's it going?" She's like, "Oh yeah, I got cancer." I was like, "Oh, I'm sorry." You know, what do you say to that, right? Yeah. And I'm thinking she's in shock. She's like, oh, no, I'm going to go get two or three more opinions. It'll be fine. And I'm thinking to myself, now I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, you got cancer. <laughs> Jake. And, and, and you're going to go get two or three opinions. They're going to tell you the same but, shit. But this is, this isn't what is funny to me, right? So, like, that cancer is super serious. Yeah. And chances are her doctor was correct. Mm-hmm. She's got cancer. But you know what she said to me? I'm going to go get a couple other opinions. I have faith. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, I bet you didn't get two two or three opinions on your religion. <laughs> you know, you're going to go vet the doctor's decision for two, which I think is a good idea for the record. But you're like, eh, I was born Christian. I think I'll stay here. I'm pretty sure roll the dice. I was born into the right religion. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it couldn't be Buddhism. I mean, that's the thing, though. But this is the thing, Jake, with faith. Right? Faith. Let's talk about faith. Faith is actually scientific. Yeah. Please tell. Okay. Um, You go to the doctor, you have a disease, they give you a placebo. Placebo. Placebo is basically just a fucking sugar pill. Sure. But it's been proven that it actually helps people. Scientifically, it's been proven. I don't debate that one. Okay. There was a study also that you could actually research in regards to knee surgeries. There was people that had issues with their knees. And the people that were going to be operated on were never told if they were actually operated on or not. Sure. They went through the same procedure. They were put under, you know... Um, they were put to sleep. Everything just like you would um, do a surgery on, and half of the people that did not get surgery believed that they had surgery, and their knees got better. That's faith. That's the placebo effect. It's placebo effect. So, but side, that's faith. Sidebar here. Mm-hmm. No one can see my hand movements. I. I move my hands <laughs> even when I'm not talking. <laughs> One of the things that I think has made me successful over the years is faith. No. Oh, shit. <laughs> you, you got two ears and one mouth. Two ears to and listen. one mouth. And you'll always see me lunge forward to the mic. You'll, you'll see me get ready to talk to interrupt you. And my brain goes, shut up. Listen. Listen. Because... They may just prove they're stupid without you talking. Fucking <laughs> shake. <laughs> That's what I think to myself, right? And I'm like, I don't have to do the work. No, I'm not calling you stupid, but what I'm saying is, is that I disagree. I disagree. That's not faith. You don't believe that's faith? First of all, the placebo effect. Yes. I mean, it, it is what it is. I'm not debating the scientific research behind it. I, I believe it. Um, shit. I, I've experienced it myself, but I will tell you that the placebo effect creates 
a different environment in your body, whether that generates your neurons in your brain to heal your body or it does something beyond. It creates a different environment in your brain. Sure. And one would argue that uh, being in a positive environment growing up gives you certain benefits versus being fearful, having, um, you know, having confidence allows you to be more successful in life. So your environment and how you affect that environment has positive and negative effects on you, both physically and mentally. Mm-hmm. Not faith. It is faith. Not faith. I, I believe, see, that's my interpretation definition of faith. Faith is something you take believing it's going to help. And it does. Faith is something that you're going to take rationally. It shouldn't help you. But mind is over matter. And your mind is literally an interpretation of reality, Jake. That's really all it is. You have faith that your car is going to take you to your house when you go and drive in it. I have, you have an faith understanding. In I have an understanding that my car will go there because I know I filled it up with gas. I know the tires are on it, and I know I still have my keys in my pocket. <laughs> but do you know it's still possible for it to break down? Faith is not understanding but believing. Okay. Now, I don't know how my car works. I don't know how it works. I don't know combustion engines. Because you don't understand it. But I have faith that the person who built it you know what screw the fuck me. was doing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's faith to me. But that's the thing. Like, this placebo pill that you take, you take it believing it's going to help you. Even though it's just a fucking sugar pill, bro. Like, now, you're just taking sugar. You could go downstairs and take sugar. I don't debate mm-hmm. that faith is real or not real. I agree 100% that faith is real. But would you have faith that my truck's going to fly me home tonight? Maybe a couple more shots. But... Probably. You probably feel yeah. like you're flying. <laughs> but, but faith has to be rooted in some conductive reasoning. Conductive reasoning. You know, I... So what? Do you, how do you explain that then? That people heal themselves just by leaving this pill is going to make them feel better? I don't be, believe people heal themselves believing pills are going to feel but that's better. been scientifically I, proven though i believe that their mindset mm-hmm. changes their disposition and that allows them to not be look stress is a killer stress takes years yes. off of your life 100 percent. and by removing that stress by taking away way the risk of death the other stressors that come with whatever sickness in the placebo effect um, that allows your body to dedicate energy to heal. Now, I'm not saying a placebo effect is going to heal cancer, but it may not cause further complications which allow your your body to heal and take chemotherapy better or whatever it may Mm -hmm. be. Again, placebo effect, medicine, all the things, I, I don't debate those things. What I have a problem with is um, having faith in things that have not given you a justification to have faith in. Um, nothing about religion to mm-hmm. me has allowed me to have faith that it's all going to work out. Yeah. 
all, all working out, that's that's my wife's department. She goes to bed and sleeps like a baby because she knows the world is going to work itself out by the morning. And I go to bed thinking that bears are going to attack me. Because <laughs> just a couple of days you record a fucking bear outside your house. <laughs> I have faith that a bear is going to attack me. So, you know, I, it, it's... Again, it's not that I don't believe in faith. It's that... Because you have faith, Jake. I have faith in a bunch of things. So just think about you investing. Why do you invest? You don't know if you're going to live tomorrow. But you have faith that you're going to live tomorrow. I have a... No, you have faith. You're an optimist. I have, I have a fear I'm going to live tomorrow. Because Explain that shit to me because I don't understand that. So I you live, have fear that you're going to live tomorrow? Absolutely. How is that? You know the worst nightmare for me yeah. is that I outlive my retirement. <laughs> Are you kidding me? So I, I've saved up strategically uh-huh. to have a wonderful life until 83 years old. If I survive longer than that, I'm screwed. So you I'm going to have to go to Walmart and hang a Walmart job. You have to die at 83. I have to die at 83. I'm going to be doing lines of Coke at 80, like two and a half. Because why not? You can't. Listen, it's math, right? Yeah, like yeah, I can yeah. do my math. Like if, if I'm like 80 years old and I'm like doing pretty good health wise, I'm going to budget out a little, little bit. But I mean, you're going to deplete your health purposely. But you know, you're like, hey, listen, I'm I'm an optimist. Every day is a gift. You know, who knows if I'm going to die tomorrow? Well, I'm like, well, if that's the case, I'm going to Vegas with a credit card and burning it all out and living my life. But then I wake up and I'm like, oh shit, the bills do. I'm a dead. <laughs> I'm dead because the mafia is coming after me. You know, that's. That is so interesting to me, Jake, honestly. And I, I really embrace that mindset because it is a different mindset for me. Yo, YOLO. No, yeah. motherfucker, you die once. YOLO? No. Live every to, day. Fuck that. Fear for tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, like I said, it, it's, um, it, it's a different perspective. And, and don't get me wrong. And it's I, a good perspective to have, honestly. You have to balance both, bro. It's yin and yang. It's funny you bring that up because in my 20s, it was all about tomorrow. It was mm-hmm. all about getting to the next level. In my 30s, I've gotten to the next level. Mm. And now I'm like, you know, I didn't get to go to the festivals and live the life, you know, free and careless. But don't get me wrong. Your 20s have nothing on your 30s because being poor and being at a festival does not beat being rich and being in Italy. Mm. Um, mm. Mm. You know, talk about that, bro. Because only only you lived through that shit at this point in time. Well, it, it's it's one of those things where listen, you know, I was in the military, I drank, party, do all that stuff, but I was poor. You want to know where I learned about money? Hmm. I was getting paid. Thousand two hundred dollars a month in the Fuck, military. That's poverty nowadays. That's Twenty-four hours a day, seven that's days. That's poverty a week. nowadays, bro. It was poverty back then. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you get? You get housing. 
you get health care. You get three square meals a day. Mm. They got a chow hall, right? They like cafeteria. No one wants to eat there, right? So I'm going to Taco Bell, blowing my asshole up. <laughs> and I go up to Taco Bell and I order, I mean, like a quesadilla and like chalupa or something, right? <laughs> and I, I pull my, my, my Pacific Marine Credit Union ATM card out because I don't know shit. I plug that bitch in. Eh, insufficient funds. What the fuck? It's Monday. I don't get paid till Sunday. Shit. Shit. Oh, yeah. That's six days. And I'm thinking to myself, Hey, Pluto here. How am I going to eat? What the fuck? I'm in the Marine Corps. Yeah. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. How am I going to eat? And I remember not having enough money to get back to the barracks. I didn't have enough money to buy food. I had to go to the chow hall because like they're not gonna starve the military out. But I was like, I got no money, and that's the day I stop living paycheck to paycheck. Damn, Jake, that's deep, bro. And you know, do I want to buy a bunch of stuff at the store when I get my paycheck? Absolutely. I'm just like everybody else. I go to Costco and I'm like, I want that. I want that. But being able to save up get investments passive income makes me money allows me not to work but still make money Mm -hmm. and that put me in a position where you know you don't know the next lifestyle we we've demonized the rich right yeah okay everybody wants to be rich but everybody hates the rich because we all say fucking money is the root of all evil and shit listen my, my wife was the worst right she went to newport She'd look at like kids and their beamers and stuff. She's like, rich bitch. <laughs> you know? And 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 I, I always I always push back on her. I'm like, you don't know their life. Mm-hmm. That kid could uh, grind every day, two, three jobs, and pull the, of course they didn't, right? No. They just got that beamer. <laughs> yeah, I was like, no, they, they, didn't, <laughs> they didn't grind at all. But no, they could have. They could have. They could have and they could have gotten that beamer. Faith. And they, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> but even if they were given mm-hmm. that beam, you don't know what what the parents did. Yeah, they run a a business. And don't get me wrong, my son's gonna be spoiled. Bro, he's getting everything I get. Should honestly, but but listen, that's gonna ruin him. Yes, it's it gonna is. ruin him. You know, and, and that's the cycle, right? They say that um, strong men create create good times. Good times. Good times create weak men. Weak men create bad weak, times. Weak men create bad times. So that's really the cycle that we live in, unfortunately. We're you, right on track for World War Three. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, listen. In my 30s, though, mm-hmm. that delayed gratification has put me in a situation where now I get to experience another level of life. Yes. That... I never dreamed of. Like, I own five homes right now. You're fucking dope, Jake. Can I just say that, bro? I'll accept it. I commend you for that shit because, like, you fucking, you're dope, bro. That's all I gotta say. I took. I, I I don't tell anybody this. I tell my wife this. We talk about it over breakfast every day. Yeah. Not not her because she, she's nicer than me, but. Like I say it every day in the back. I look around and I'm like, do these people know who I am? 
like, I'm, I'm Jake Bond, motherfuckers. No, not, not, not like I'm a big deal, but like, do they know like where I came from? They don't know shit. And like, if you ask me, 17 year old Jake, where are you going to be in 20 years? You wouldn't imagine. I'm going to be like, I might get an apartment. <laughs> like, I don't know. I could relate. Like, the, the situation didn't even exist to me. Right. And that's that's how it is in your 20s versus your 30s. And I'm assuming it's going to be this way in my 40s. Mm-hmm. Is that you're going to get to a level where you just didn't know people lived like that. And it could go in the opposite direction, right? I yeah. had a guy say, you could be homeless tomorrow. Which I'm like, eh, I'm pretty sure I couldn't be homeless tomorrow. I got I mean, five of them. Not with their mindset. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm like, it take I a lot. I got five homes. I'm not gonna be homeless. Like, it take a lot for me to be homeless tomorrow. <laughs> but you set up, you set up your 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 life to the point where life has to work to fuck you over. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? It has to fucking work overtime to get you in a situation where like, damn, I'm fucked. I had to work really hard That's to get crazy. to where I'm at. The least I can do is make people work to take That's it away. That's crazy, Jake. Damn. But listen, it, you know, I joke about it, you know, I laugh about it and everything, but it's it's one of those things where I, I see people around me going, Well, you know what? Listen, you only live once, you're only twenty once. Sure. But you're twenty one, twenty two, twenty three, twenty four, eighty five, you know, I'm eighty two, maybe not eighty three. Um, you know, only so often and, and you got to get to those points and you're trading tomorrow for mm-hmm. today. Yep. That's what vices are. If you get terminal cancer, oh, by all means, do whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll give you a pass. Yeah. But if you plan on living next month, you might want to save up rent or buy a house or maybe not live paycheck to paycheck. And these are these are hard hard concepts because the one thing, and I've really learned this. Listen, you're married to somebody from a different culture. Mm-hmm. I'm married from somebody from a different culture. Which I commend you for, him, bro. How's that going? Uh, you got the Virgin Mary in your fucking house. It's going pretty strong. <laughs> there there are things that I I couldn't understand. I couldn't understand because. Um, I didn't have the capacity to understand culture or this is the way we do it. Remember, I told you, yes. I do things the way I do it because I think they're right. Right. So when I, I see people who do different things, I ask myself, are they doing something better than me or are they doing something worse than me? And it, That's a good question to ask, though, Jake. But that's the wrong question Fuck. to ask. But it's a good one. It might be. But here's why it's wrong. And, okay. and, and don't get me wrong. Young me, agree with you 100%. <laughs> I'm thinking, you're How old right. are you now, bro? I never asked you that shit. 37, 38 this year. This is another thing. You're I, still in your you, 30s. I'm you, in my 30s you, you, too. Let's go. You, you forget. Like I'm like, what's my birthday? <laughs> you start no. counting after a while. You're like, just, but, uh... I'm like, divide the <laughs> no. But one of the things my wife taught me was, was that... It's not you're right and I'm wrong or vice versa. Mm. It's that's the way you do it because it's right for you. Facts. 
it's not necessarily right for me. I, I didn't grow up that way. I don't value that way of thinking. And um, you're a lot more of an optimist than you think, bro. It's it's learned shit rubs off on me. It's like a disease. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's pills for that. There's placebos. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can't with you. <laughs> yeah. But you you gotta you gotta take that new information and, and figure out how to apply it to your life and and learning how to um, adapt with my in laws, learning mm-hmm. how to adapt with different culture. Um, religion Mm -hmm. and here's something that is been always a challenge for me is i agree with you but i'm not gonna do anything about it i feel like this sometimes still in my life (laughs) well and, and you have to understand that that doesn't necessarily come from a a place of logic and reason yeah that comes with a this problem is not a high priority for me. I've got other things yes. that are higher up on the list. And it, it took me a long time to, to realize that not everybody is worried about the same things that I'm worried about. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the things they should be, but sometimes priorities are different. Yep. And maybe that may be religious, maybe it be with family or friends. Um, but that was a learning curve for me. Yo, honestly, I think that your perspective is really vital, bro, for people to actually tap into. I really believe that. And I'm, I'm just grateful to have someone from your perspective and be able to actually, you know, communicate those things to me because I do see things from a different angle. And I know for me, talking to you, you see things from a different angle as well. And that's really what it's all about. And we're going to take what we want to take and discard what we don't want. But it's going to build us. I, I've i gone back and forth on this. I, I struggled um, for a number of years in real estate on this. Mm. But I always was shocked how I couldn't get more people interested in bettering themselves and I'll cut right to the chase I wasn't interested in bettering anybody else I was interested in bettering myself and I wanted to surround myself with people that wanted to problem solve getting to the next level mm, that's good though and I can resonate with that in in a in a vacuum if you just look at the question do you want to better yourself there's no one that doesn't say yes right there's plenty of people who never do. Yes. And we used to do this thing where um, once a month, myself and a bunch of other business people used to meet for lunch. And we used to talk about different problems and a plumber's problem wouldn't necessarily jive up with a real estate problem or a therapist or a restaurant owner or something along those lines. But we used to get together and um, Fred would be like, this is my problem. This guy's pissing on my sign every day. What do I do? <laughs> you know, and I'm thinking to myself, well, I don't have the fucking problem, Fred. I don't, people don't piss on my signs. What do you want me to do? But it wasn't about me, right? It was about figuring his shit out. Yes, because once Fred's 
homeless peeing on the sign problem was gone, he now had the ability to fix your problem. To fix my problem. And getting people in the same room together, they don't really care about each other's problems. But when they start to solve each other's problems, it allows them the lack of stress, the, the energy to start contributing. Because don't get me wrong, if you give people a bunch of money, you give them a bunch of time, you eliminate their stress, people want to help. Yeah. They, they, they genuinely they want to help. Yeah. And, and uh, maybe I'm an optimist on this. I, I do think that if given the opportunity, people will help you versus hurt you. Yes. But it's it's not the the good things that we remember, it's the traumas. Right. So you know, I constantly try to mentor people. I constantly try to put myself in a position where, you know, hey, grab a beer with me. Hey, wanna go out to lunch? My schedule's free. Let's do it. Yeah. You know, I tell people you're the one who works. You know, <laughs> which, let me know when and where. Which is true. And I'll be there. <laughs> um, you know, so exposing them to their different mindsets. And don't get me wrong, listen, the way I live, the way I conduct business is, is not the way most people are going to do it. But you work in a W 2 job, you have a boss, mm-hmm. you um, work in a certain industry. Why does that work for you? And if I could show you a better way, or you could show me a better way, would we take that opportunity? Yes. And um, look, I would be a shitty brain surgeon. I just would. My hand's shaky as shit, <laughs> and I genuinely don't care about patients. You're pretty good at that kill strike, yeah, though, on Call right. of Duty. Yeah, I'd be, like, I'd be like, what color do you see? And I'd be poking his brain or something. Like, but, you know, you got to know your lane, right? Yeah. But I, I would love to learn from that surgeon. I, I'd love to learn different perspectives bro, on why that's, that's what creates a genius bro to my to my well my definition of a genius is is you willing to learn that's that's all it is you're willing to learn from different walks of life you're willing to learn from different people's perspectives you're willing to learn from different people's experiences that's a genius because you you realize that you don't have all the answers you have some answers for some people, but you don't have all of them. And you know that you have to be able to collaborate in order for you to enhance yourself and enhance others. That's why I always say iron sharpens iron. Sure. Let me ask you this. And I'm going to ask this question. Uh, I'm going to simultaneously answer it for you because I, <laughs> I, as I'm just talking here, I answer my own question, right? Yeah. I was going to say, do you ever meet up with groups of people that can that you can leverage and move yourself forward in life mm-hmm. as we're sitting here doing as it. As we're talking. <laughs> as we're sitting here doing it, right? <laughs> but, you know, I, I challenge to people listening out there, and I mean, are, are you doing that? Or are you waking up at 6 a.m., going to your job, coming home, you know, eating the same dinner at the Isolating same restaurant? Yourself. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, it, it it's it's crazy how we 
we get sucked into the same routines, you know, myself included. Uh, we had a, a title rep call me today and I get on average 80 to 100 calls a day on my phone. Yeah. On average? Yeah, I get easily 150 emails a day. Um, and I pick up the phone and today I was working on my, I got a new travel trailer last year, so I'm, I'm working on my trailer, doing some electricity, electrician work, right? Which is dope. Right? I'm hopefully not burning down the trailer and killing my family, but <laughs> no, doing some electrician work. And um, th this title rep called me and she's trying to get my business, right? And I go, I'm not interested. She goes, uh, let me take you out to breakfast and, uh, you know, wine and dine, you do all that stuff, right? I go, I'm not interested. I said, I'm going to waste your time. I said, I'm not doing business with you. I shut her down right off. I said, this is not meant to uh, be mean or anything like that. I said, I'm just never going to do business with you. I said, I don't know you. You're not bringing any skin to the game. You're not adding value. I said, you want my business. I worked very, very hard Damn. to develop my business. I said, why should I give you a piece of the pie when you didn't weren't there to bake it? I said, which add is valid, value. which is valid. And you know what? She was like, "Oh, I appreciate you being upfront and truthful," which is like code for ah, "fuck you, man." <laughs> but you know, I was like, I was like, "Listen, here's the name of the game. Bring me a client. I'll bring you a client. Add value. I'll add value." I get to say that now because I've been running this business a while, and I have leverage, yes. and I have clientele. When I was a new agent, I was like, yeah, free lunch. Let's go out. <laughs> you know, always three hours of my time. Um, but, but it's perspective. And I think that we get locked into routines where we don't expose ourselves to people. I don't know if that title rep has some Value. thing that's going to mm -hmm. revolutionize my business. But I'm a pessimist, so I think she's not. <laughs> no. Does that help? Does that help to think that people that approach you are actually going to do you more harm than good? In my experience, yeah, it does. It does. Okay. No, that's valid. Uh, don't know. don't get me wrong. It, you you can't take my one-liners, which I, I I honestly believe I would be. A solid C minus comedian, but like <laughs> you can't take my one liners and live off them at life advice. I don't want to like see you in a homeless shelter and be like, I lived off that one podcast. Jake was like, treat everybody like they're gonna screw me, so I flipped off my boss and sold my home. The fuck you, yeah. motherfuckers. <laughs> no, I do not want to be responsible for that. But I do, I do believe, treat everybody like they're gonna screw you, and if they don't. Great. In in my experience, that's valid too. Most people don't screw you. Okay. Okay. But I'm upfront with my pessimism, and what mm -hmm. it does is it it almost challenges people to to come through, to be good, you mm -hmm. know, to do what's right, and so you you are a worker of positivity through your negativity. Absolutely. See, that's what I'm saying, bro. People like you are fucking essential, man. I like to think so. Because it's good to be an optimist, but it's also good to 
look at things in a different angle and evaluate things in a logical way and really question things and challenge things. A lot of people don't like to challenge shit. There was a, um, <clears throat> you might know the name of it. I, again, I'm, I'm shit with names. Um, Brad Pitt played uh, Fury. No, 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 no. Um, Achilles. Oh, yeah. Uh, what's that Roman freaking movie? Trojan horse. Yeah. Fucking... Anyway, so he's sitting on this horse and they're about to do a, a, a big battle. He's like about to rush his castle or something like that. And this kid comes up to him and he's like, he's like, aren't you afraid? He's like, no. And he's like, I would never, the boy's like, I would never go against these guys. And he looks down at him and you think it's like going to be an epic moment, right? He <laughs> looks down at him and he's like, that's why they'll never remember your name. That's true. And, you know, I think about it, I laugh because it's dark humor, right? I'm like, stupid kid. <laughs> I don't even know his name. But, like, thinking back to it, I'm like, I don't know what that kid's name was. But That's Troy. Yeah. Right. Like, I look at that, and I think to myself, what impact am I going to leave? Mm-hmm. Right? Um, you know, if I get hit by a bus today, would there be any impact? Mm-hmm. And, you know, ideally, like I said, again, I'm not fully a pessimist but it comes down to you know are you leaving the world in a better place are you I don't care about a legacy necessarily but um, I have a son you have a son I have a family you know other than the life insurance policy what are they gonna get yeah you know and that's that's a really good question to ask yourself and I think that's a question that you are living up to it balances you though it balances you and you are living up to that jake the fact that you're able to share information go through the shit you went through and that's the thing everything happens for a fucking reason call that faith call that whatever the fuck you want everything that you go through in life is to advance your lineage to advance your your family to advance people around you everyone wants to edify someone i've evolved on that i grew up War against drugs. Yeah. This is your brain. This is fucking your brain. Nixon, bitch ass motherfucker. Dude, they were geniuses. That shit worked on me. My wife and I. It was, did, yo, but it, it worked on me. This is your brain on drugs. I was like, well, I don't like fucking fried eggs. But it's not true, though. That's the thing. The motherfuckers fucking brainwashed your ass. Not the point. Okay. The point is, it worked. <laughs> yeah, it did. It worked. It worked so it bad did. on me. I was like, nope. I don't want my Mm-mm. fucking brain to be a fried egg. I was cheap. I didn't buy drugs, and I didn't try drugs. I was like, nope. These motherfuckers, they knew what they were doing, bro. The war on drugs, everything like that. That that worked on me. That framed who I was. That's crazy. Um, It just, drugs didn't get in my way. Mm -hmm. Call it um, privilege. Call it whatever you want. Um, it, it didn't get in my way. It got in, pl- listen, I was, I grew up in Marysville. I'm a freaking meth, heroin, all kinds of stuff. It was there, but it didn't impact my life. And, um, I don't know if no one knows about Marysville, but there's no <laughs> ivory towers in Marysville. There's like the hill. And there's like, people yeah. that listen to this shit. They yeah. don't know about Marysville. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I if, if. I got a 4.0 in high school. I think that transfers to like a 2.8 in any other college. But no, I didn't even get that. But but it, it comes down to um, <laughs> drugs didn't impact me. 
so it was an evolving role so when mm. we got legalized marijuana here in the state i was like okay let's do it you know that story right um that was like my and i have to admit i mean i don't take financial advice from the fucking pizza delivery guy i probably should not take advice from my fucking local dispensary <laughs> fucking person but i was like i'm all in like what do you what should i do <laughs> yeah. and this guy's like he's like let's just start out with five, five right this is amazing it's like five grams or whatever is it milligrams or yeah, whatever milligrams. milligrams he's like start out with five and see how you feel just know he was giving me all good advice right yeah yeah i'm like 210 pounds mm -hmm. so i go home i do this nothing and like i wait two hours because look i follow directions dude i do <laughs> i follow directions and two hours in nothing so i'm like okay i'm gonna take another one I take another one, nothing. All night, we go out to Bellevue, we have a good time, all night. And I walk away from this, the next day, I slept on it. And I go, I'm immune to marijuana. <laughs> I mean, you fucking solved what, the problem. What, what else could, what other conclusion yeah, could yeah, you yeah. have, right? <laughs> yeah. So round two, Oh shit. round two. And I go back, and now I'm pissed, because edibles are not cheap no they're not no i was like son of a now now the cheapness comes out right i'm like this motherfucker <laughs> so i go up and and this is what this is what he tells me he goes hmm must be your weight and i go all oh, right shit. i was like all right motherfucker yeah and now he's you're like insulting me he's like try this drink and i'm like i'm intrigued it comes in fucking orange sickle. I was like, I love orange sickle. You know? Um, so he gives me this drink. And there's a little shot glass on the top, right? Yeah. It comes in like this like super cute fucking Mexico cola fucking glass. <laughs> yeah. And he, he gives this to me. And I take it home. And he goes, try 10. Okay. So I go home. And I go, okay, 10. Get this little shot glass out. And I pour ten. I take a drink. Julie's like, well, might as well. So I give her five because you know she's had my body. <laughs> and an hour fucking goes by, and the same thing. Nothing. And and now I'm like, I'm definitely immune to this shit. <laughs> so I go, you know what? Fuck it. I was like, this is the last time we're ever doing this. I said, this is the last time. By the way, let me. Let, let me fast forward. Let me fast forward to let you know that a shockingly amount of my friends are expert drug dealers. Yeah. Okay. Like, not, not, I'm, I'm not going to say they're drug dealers, but they're they're very versed in this. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. could have made one simple phone call and gotten some education, and, and, and it would have been a completely different night. Right. Go back. An hour later, um, it just didn't... Um, it just didn't work out. You know, I'm not getting what I paid for. Um, and so I was like, this is last time. So I tried 10. Julie tried 5. And it's a 100 milliliter milligram yeah. bottle. Okay, so what? We got 85 yet? Yeah, 85. Mm -hmm. So I go, you know what we're going to do? I'm going to drink... 60 oh, 
hint. And you're going to drink 40. You know, until we round it all out. So I measure it all out. And I go, I go, probably won't work. I said, if it does, great. I said, I'm immune immune to this shit. I go, uh, we're home for the night. I said, if this doesn't work, I said, we're just calling it quits. So I lay down in front of the couch. Julie goes upstairs and I start watching Jeopardy. Oh, no Because you got Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune, right? Or it was Wheel of Fortune, then Jeopardy. And I'm watching Wheel of Fortune. And I go, hmm, nothing yet. And I I'm, uh, I, I take all my stress out on my nails, right? I bite my nails. Do you really? Oh, yeah. No, I bite bite my nails. I'm, I'm sitting here biting my thumbnail, right? I'm biting it, biting it. And I'm thinking to myself, hmm, I like, I like to plan, right? So I'm thinking... You know, I'm immune to weed. I wonder what other drugs I'm immune to. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking. And As you already being high, by the oh, way. Oh, no. I'm super high right now. But but I didn't know it. So I'm thinking to myself, I go, I'm super immune. And then the Jeopardy song starts playing. And the first question comes up on Jeopardy. And it was like, um, you know, what nation in World War II? Da, da, da. And I, I find myself biting and I'm biting from my nail all the way up to my elbow. And I'm biting my elbow. And and I looked at myself and I go, oh shit. I'm high as fuck. I think I'm high. I can't, Jake. And, and I go, I go, oh, oh no. I go, Julie. So. Those those of you who've been to my house, yeah. I've got a not a spiral staircase, but like a, a curved staircase up. Yeah. It's got like 17 steps. It's crazy. And uh I proceed to go up the steps to check on my wife because I'm a good husband. Forty-five minutes later, I got stuck on my stairs like it was an escalator. Like I could not make my way up the stairs. Forty-five minutes later, I, I can't. This I get the into the bathroom day. and my wife is aggressively flossing her teeth. <laughs> I go, what are you doing? And she's like, I've been flossing for an hour. Ah. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. Fast forward. Right? <laughs> it, it was bad. We called our brother-in-law in. You know, he oh, helped us God. out. And stuff. And he had me dying. He finally corralled us downstairs in the same room together. And... This is where Julie and I diverge in our paths, right? Yeah. Um, I'm talking. And I'm talking. And, and first of all, I've done this several times since. And what I love about these drinkables is it's like the same high every time. Yeah. Like, it's, it's a road map. I know expect. exactly what's yeah. going to happen. But at that time, I didn't know. And at this point in time, I'm talking. But I'm saying something. And then six seconds Exactly six seconds later. You counted that shit? Yeah, oh yeah. Fucking Jake. I would say something and six seconds later it would come out of my mouth. And I was like, oh shit, 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 shit. <laughs> I was like, I was like, it's like a bad audio. Like, how are you not hearing it when it's I say transmitting it? Oh no, it's crazy. Different frequency. So my brain was operating a lot faster than my mouth was. Yeah. And my brother in law was like, Hey, why don't you go inside your walk-in pantry and see what's there? So I was gone. I'll tell you what happened. A little your bit. pantry? Yeah, I walked in my pantry and I locked myself in. What the fuck? So my wife 
is having a different experience. Okay. So my brother-in-law, he he did something wrong. He, my wife's like, talk about Ricky. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't gonna name him, but you already named him, right? So he he's like uh, he's like he's like, how you doing? She's like, oh, I'm not having a good time. I'm not having a good time. And he's like, okay, well, you don't want to, like, think about anything bad like rape. And she's like, rape, 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 rape. What the fuck? And, and everything, like, every negative thought just, like, Why did he even mention that no, in he's the first a, place? He's, she's just like, rape, 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 And it just, like, spirals for her, right? Oh, shit. And then Poor he's, Julie. Then he's like, where's Jake? And, like, I'm in the pantry. I had eaten, like... 8,600 calories in food. I'm like, the chocolate's so good. <laughs> like, I put, like, like a Hershey's kiss in my mouth, and, like, it just it, it just took, like, five hours to melt in my mouth. Was, was your like, senses oh, more enhanced? Oh, hell yeah. yeah. No, I had the best mm-hmm. experience. One complaint. Okay. It lasted 24 you hours. You counted that shit, bro. Oh, I... Went to sleep, Jake, and I came. I woke up the next morning, and I was still high. I was like, "I'm so tired. I'm tired from being. I, I can't do this anymore." It's closest I, I was to, Je- to my reality. Closest I was to Jesus. I was like, oh. "Please, Jesus." I was like, I'm, "I cannot be high anymore." Anyway, so oh ten God, milligrams, mil, yeah, milligrams, probably enough. Yeah, that's crazy. That's a crazy experience. Yeah, that's uh, so. Like I said, not against drugs, but uh, per, drugs. <laughs> per, perspective, right? Um, I am much more equipped and responsible to do drugs now than I was in my like twenties. I would have killed myself. The only thing I could think about the whole time when I was trying to make myself go to sleep high was like, if I wanted to get in a car. And murder somebody there's no fucking way i could get up down my stairs let alone start a car i was like drinking and driving is way more serious mm. than being high there and driving go. because I, I can't drive there i can't find my keys i can't even get out of bed it literally tells you no you're not supposed to drive at this state because i'm gonna teach you you can't drive at this point in time. Yeah, and my <laughs> wife was like, "We're in a crash, crash, crash. <laughs> We're gonna crash." Right, 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 yeah. right, right. No, but in the end, different experiences feel really good. Inhibitions go away. But we think about that as like blockers, right? Like this stops me from voicing who I really am. Mm. That's called a filter, and the filter is there so you don't get punched in the face. You, <laughs> that you know about. Yeah, you, you you don't say certain things in a grocery store. You don't say bomb in an airport. Yeah, because you have conducted reasoning. You 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 think about what that would cause. What what would happen? Cause okay. and effect, right? Um, when your inhibitions are gone, you, you get to freely think. But really, what you're doing is is taking away that filter. And don't get me wrong good things can come from taking the filter away but in my opinion you get a lot of coffee grounds (laughs) you know you get strong coffee but you get a lot of coffee grounds and that is not always a good thing you're you're gonna find that 
maybe getting high, maybe getting drunk is going to show you an idea that you hadn't contemplated. But normally, the idea that you didn't contemplate before, it was a, a bad idea. That's why you didn't contemplate it. You know, man, I really think jumping off that bridge like my friends is a good idea. I would never done that if I wasn't high. <laughs> you know, and, and we oh, laugh. We laugh. You're like, oh, you're an idiot. You're high. But then, like, when Elon Musk is like, told you motherfuckers I get to space. What you did. He did. But for every Elon Musk, there's a bunch of people, you know, with crosses on the highway. Yeah. You know, so you, you got to put it into perspective that maybe the ayahuasca was not the reason you were successful. Maybe it was because you didn't murder anybody. But the thing with ayahuasca, from what I heard, I mean, obviously, I've never taken it. You got to go down south to take that shit. But it helped people deal with their demons. It helped people deal with their fucking problems and realize life in a different perspective and there's people like you don't even need to take ayahuasca to have that realization but there's people that actually take it and acknowledge that hey I'm fucking up have these you, are uh, the changes that I have to take in my life have you ever bit your tongue with a boss with a what with a boss have oh. you ever bit your tongue yeah I've bit my tongue multiple absolutely times. if you had a billion dollars would you bite your tongue if I had a billion? Yeah. Fuck yeah. I'll bite this shit motherfucker off. I'm never talking my life. No. But you wouldn't say what you wanted to say to them? What would I want to say? Give me my, my fucking billion dollars? No. You got a billion dollars. You got something to say to somebody that you got a problem with. Maybe if you're working for them, you bite your tongue, you don't say anything. Okay. But if you got a billion dollars, money not an option, you don't have to work for them. You going to say something? Of course you are. Yeah, you are. I am. I am. <laughs> of course I'm the same. You know the only reason I didn't say something? is because I would have lost my job. Mm. You know, I, I look at it like that. It, it, it's inhibitions, right? It's it's clearing that filter. It's it's putting you in a position where you don't feel like you have a loss. And don't get me wrong. I, I think it frees up the thinking, but not all thinking is good. <laughs> this is the thing, That's bro. for you. Like, at the end of the day... What we talk about is edifying to people. They will fucking pick up what they want to pick up, either from you or from me. It has to be delivered. So, hopefully this makes a cut. I, I mean, I, I really wish this makes a cut, but, you know, I, I want to end this podcast with, you know, asking people, mm -hmm. you know, maybe this is a request, maybe this is just something to think about, is... If you've made it this far in the podcast, oh my shit. You, people will, yeah. bro. I promise you people yeah. will. If you've made it this far in the podcast, you, you, you have to ask yourself, are you going to dissect this podcast, take things that are of value to you and apply it to your life accordingly, challenge it, do whatever you need to do to take something from this? Mm -hmm. Are you going to reach out to Manny or myself? Are you going to reach out to other people? Are you going to create a network of people to better yourself in business, financially, in life, spiritually, whatever it is? Um, how are you going to take this time that you've dedicated to listening to my dumbass voice? Mine too. You know, and, <laughs> and making it worthwhile. I mean, listen, um, 
I like to think that Manny and I have a smooth voice to put your ass to sleep. <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe this is a bedtime ritual. Maybe it's a morning ritual. Yeah. Um, but you're going to hear a solid two nuggets of good advice during this podcast. And what are you going to do with that? Because the inaction, you know, not making anything out of this. Mm-hmm. This could be three hours, you know. I give a solid 45 minutes after editing, you know, of wasted time (laughs) in your life. Uh, Or you're going to take this and apply it to your life and say, hey, remember, don't do fucking drugs. Don't do this shit. (laughs) Or or maybe you're going to say, hey, that was a good idea. Let's apply it to my life. You're like, don't do 100. (laughs) Um, Fucking J. Yeah, but... I, I do think you can pull something of value out of this. 100%. And, and the That's question is, is, what are you going to do? Because everyone is on a level playing field right now. Mm-hmm. And the level playing field is is that at the end of today, you're not going to do anything. So if you do anything, you're one step above. 100%. Either you take Jake's perspective or my perspective. You learn from Jake or you learn from me. You're just like, I don't agree with either of you. That puts you in a situation for you to grow. I don't bring people that agree with the way that I see the world or the way that I want them to think. I bring people in that think the way they think because they are special, because they are who they are. And I believe that needs to be spoken and that needs to be said and that needs to be portrayed. And that's what I believe truth is truth is for people to say what they feel no matter if it contradicts to what you feel you could get truth from that and so this podcast three hours the longest podcast we ever had but it is so edifying and if you are still listening to it at this moment in time then you have something coming for you in the sense of realization and awakening of your perspective of your own reality because this is two different perspectives that have edified you and that have challenged you the way you think and that's really what life is about and Jake has to come back because he has so much to give the longest podcast that we've had And the most thought-provoking, the most challenging. So thank you so much for listening. We're going to cut this off now because we could actually go on for another six hours if we wanted to. So thank you so much for listening. Mouthpiece.